with you and me. Amen. Anybody ever try that or trying to get in? Anybody ever try to set up an appointment uh, with a with a job offer? You're trying to schedule an appointment and you've got to wait behind other people's schedule. You got to wait to see when you can get in. Well, God has an appointed time with man and it's written in his word. God has an appointed time, appointed time. There are times that God has set up from the very beginning, from the foundation of the world that he has established for his people. Amen. And so we wonder why, why haven't we been honoring those? Because sometimes we aren't even aware that God has set aside those specific times for you and me. What am I talking about today? God's appointed time with man. One of the things that God is doing is that he is shifting us. Some of you feel it and felt it in the spirit realm that there is a shifting that is going on across the land. God is shifting his churches to get to the point where we begin to understand and honor the Sabbath. And not only understand and honor the Sabbath, but the feasts. We begin to understand that these are God's appointed time. They've been handed down to man, to all men, not just Jews, but Jews and Gentiles alike. And it is just important today as it was yesterday in the yesterday years, in the biblical times. It is just as important today to remember God's appointed time as it was in the biblical times. Amen. So God's appointed time is for you and for me. And some of you need to get that in your spirit. You need to understand that there's times that God has set aside that he wants us to honor him and remember him. Amen. Amen. So why are we shifting this way? Because God is leading us. He is leading us to a place where we begin to honor him and remember and follow and do the things that he has set aside in his word for us to do. It is God's word and it is God's will for him to, for us to honor him and remember the Sabbath as well as to honor him and remember the feasts. Amen. What is the biblical foundation for this teaching? So let's look back in scripture in Genesis. From the very beginning, Jesus pointed to the Sabbath, amen, from the very beginning. Remember that God created the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he did what? He rests from his labor, amen. So the Sabbath is from the very beginning of time. So why is that important to us today? Because God still says, honor him. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. God never said, stop doing that. We as people have taken it upon ourselves to say, well, maybe that's just a Jewish thing. No, my brother, my sister, it's not a Jewish thing. It's the God thing. It's what God said for us to do from the very beginning. The biblical foundation begins in the book of Genesis. It's also in the Law of Moses, which are the five, first five books of the Bible. It's also included in the prophets from Jeremiah through Malachi. This is where God revealed his plan for mankind. And it also points us to who? To Jesus. So Jesus being the sacrificial lamb for us, if Jesus himself remembered the Sabbath, how much more are we to remember the Sabbath? Amen. 
So the good news from the Testament is that Jesus is our Savior. Amen. He's our Messiah. He's our risen King. He is our Lord. Amen. But all of the Old Testament prophecies and symbolisms, they all point to who? They all point to Jesus, who is the Christ, the Son of the living God. God's appointed time with man. To lay the foundation, let's look in the book of Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 23. And we're going to read this in its entirety. It says, the Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, these are my appointed festivals. There are six days when you may work, but the seventh day is a day of Sabbath rest. Amen. Amen. Let me go to Leviticus chapter 23. Amen. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, these are my appointed festivals, the appointed festivals of the Lord, which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies. The Sabbath, there are six days when you may work, but the seventh day is a day of Sabbath rest, a day of sacred assembly. You are not to do any work wherein Wherever you live, it is a Sabbath to the Lord. These are the Lord's appointed festivals, the sacred assemblies you are to proclaim at their appointed times. We see those words, the word appointed, appointed times, sacred assemblies. These are the Lord's appointed festivals, the sacred assemblies you are to proclaim at their appointed times. The Lord's Passover begins at twilight on the 14th day of the first month. On the 15th day of that month, the Lord's festival of unleavened bread begins. For seven days you must eat bread without bread made without yeast. On the first day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. For seven days, present a food offering to the Lord. And on the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land I am going to give you and you reap its harvest, bring to the priest a sheaf of the first grain you harvest. He is to weave, to wave the sheaf before the Lord so it will be accepted on your behalf. The priest is to wave it on the day after the Sabbath. On the day you wave the sheaf, you must sacrifice as a burnt offering to the Lord a lamb, a year old, without defect, together with its grain, offering a two-tenths of an ephod of the finest flour mixed with olive oil, a food offering presented to the Lord, a pleasing aroma, and its drink offering of a quarter of a hen of wine. You must not eat any bread or roasted or new grain until the very day you bring this offering to your God." This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come wherever you live. Amen. And it goes on in verses 15 on down to talk about additional feasts that we ought to honor. Amen. Such as, such as the, feast, the festival of weeks, the festival of trumpets, 
the day of atonement. And we know that Jesus Christ is the, the atonement for our sins. The festival of, of tabernacles, amen. So why are we shifting this way? Why this sudden message on honoring the Sabbath and remembering the feasts? Why is the Lord speaking to us this way? Because God is pouring out his spirit upon us. And God is speaking to the hearts of the man because we need to return back to where God has appointed us to be from the very beginning. See, the church has gotten off. We've gotten all centered. We've allowed the cares of life. We've allowed pride. We've allowed situations that have taken place in our country to get us off of what God had intended from the very beginning. You ever miss an appointment? or you're running late, and you wonder, well, gee, I should have gotten there. What would have happened had I made my appointment? What would have happened if I just would have been on time? See, in the scripture, it talks about the appointed time and sacred assemblies. There's an appointed time for which that God wants us to honor him and the things that he has done in the earth. Amen? So let's go to the first thing that God is speaking to Moses about. He said the Sabbath. What is the Sabbath and what does that mean for us today? Well, some of you out there, you're thinking, well, this is a Christian church. This is not a synagogue. And why are we talking about the Sabbath? Are we changing our denominations? No, we're still a denomination, non-denominational church. We're still Christian believers in Christ. So some of you are saying, well, what is the Sabbath and why does it mean anything to us today? Well, the answer is simple. It is what God has established for man, not man for the Sabbath, but Sabbath for man. Amen. It is a day of rest. And guess what? God commanded us to rest. He didn't give it to us as an option. He commanded us to rest. So if we look back in scripture from the very beginning, it says, so God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because it because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. That's Genesis chapter two, verse two. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. So if God himself rested from all his work that he had done in creation, why is it that we as people don't honor the fact that he rested and so rest on that day? Amen? God blessed that day. And he commanded us as well to rest on this particular day. So the Sabbath is a gift from God. It is a gift from God to man. And so that means on the Sabbath day, we should not only be resting, but we should be doing things that lead to our self-care. What is the number one problem that we have going on right now in our country? People have all kinds of mental health issues, and they're dealing with anxiety and stress, and they're overwhelmed in many cases. But a day of rest devoted to self-care, devoted to furthering your relationship with the Lord in accordance with how Scripture instructs us to, would help with your self-care. It would help with the mental health, mental health and the anxiety issues that we're seeing today. 
The Bible tells us in Psalm 46.10 that we are to do what? Be still and know that he is God. And if we have never taken time to rest and be still and know that he is God, so many people, you're running around, you've got so much pressure on your shoulders. You've got the weight of the world on your shoulders. Some of you under the sound of my voice right now, there's so much anxiety and pressure. It's like if you would just take a moment and be still and know that he is God. That everything doesn't have to rest on your shoulders, but you can in fact take a day and just put it all in God's hands and honor God and remember God. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 5, 7 to do what? Cast your anxiety on him. Because he cares for you. The Sabbath is a perfect time to cast your anxieties on him. For he cares for you. You have got to take a time. If no other time in our country, you have got to take a time. You and me, we've got to take a time. The Sabbath to rest. To be still and know that he is God. To cast all our cares upon the Lord. Amen? I dare tell you, if you take the Sabbath and begin to rest and use it the way that God intended it to be, you might need less appointments in a counselor's office. Amen? You might need less doctor's appointments. Amen? You might have a decrease in some of the violence and domestic violence and other issues because they're all brought about by what? Stress and anxiety. See, we have to remember what Jesus did for us at the cross. He carries all of our burdens. He carried all of our burdens, not just our sin, but every burden that man could face. And it's so simple. It's right in the word. In the word, If we just follow what God has established for us, we'll have the blessings that he wants us to have. Amen? We have got to take a day of rest. Amen? So the Sabbath is a gift to us. It is a day of rest. It is a gift because it allows us to step back from the cares of the world and from our labor. And just lay prostrate before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm just going to cast all my cares upon you today. Amen. The Bible tells us in Philippians 4.19 that he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So we have to honor God on the Sabbath. And we have to take a break. We have to take a rest. Anybody out there besides me feel like sometimes you just need a rest? You just need to sleep for a few hours. You just need a break from it all. When we begin to honor God and do exactly what God instructs us to do, you'll be amazed that you can do more by doing less, by following what the scriptures tell us to do. We had our first uh, Shabbat dinner last night, and it was a wonderful time how God just began to move and speak to the hearts of the people. And so many things are shifting already. Already, the atmosphere is different. Hearts and minds are different. Lives are different. Family members are just acting differently just from one day of honoring the Lord with a Shabbat dinner. In your own homes, you need to get together 
and begin to have Shabbat dinners, bringing and inviting your family members and loved ones there and friends there and begin to allow God just to move as he has appointed to, as he has directed in his word in your life. Amen. Honoring the Sabbath will change your entire life. It will change your relationships with one another, your relationships with the community, with the world around you. It shapes every aspect of your life. When you do with things according to how God has established, remember, it is the Lord that spoke to Moses. This is not something that Moses just came up with on his own. The Lord spoke to Moses. And he commanded this for the, for the people, for all generations to come. So in Leviticus 23.3, it says that he called the Sabbath a day of sacred assembly. Sacred assembly. Amen. And in Hebrews 10.24, it talks about not forsaking our assembling together. So we, as believers, should not forsake assembling together. That means get together with friends and family and loved ones around the dinner table, a Shabbat dinner, and remember what the Lord has done for us, and remember and honor the Sabbath. Honor God on the Sabbath, amen? So that is why it is our duty and our responsibility, according to the scriptures, to remember the Lord on the Sabbath and to keep it holy. Because when Jesus walked the earth, what did he do? He remembered the Sabbath. Remember, he is the Lord of the Sabbath. Amen. So what do we do? How do we worship God on the Sabbath? Take time to read your Bible. Praying before and after. Take time aside just to yourself for self-care. Spend some quality time with your family members and loved ones and friends. Participate in a Shabbat dinner. Host a Shabbat dinner at your home. Go for a walk. Help someone. Volunteer. These are the things that we do that will honor God on the Sabbath. And remember that this is a day that God has set aside for us. Amen. So that we can be refreshed. So many people are wondering around, well, what do I do here with this problem and that problem? Some people, literally, your minds are on 24-7. You don't know how to shut things off. That's why you're having insomnia at night, anxiety. You can't mentally turn things off. Some of you don't even know what you would do if you took two days and didn't go into work and just kept to yourself. Because you couldn't mentally handle quietness. Because your mind is constantly going. You're so overwhelmed with the cares of life. You've got to step back for a moment and rest. There is a Sabbath rest. There is a peace which surpasses all understanding that God has for you and me. And in order to receive that, we have got to go back to the mindset that whatever God has said, that's what I'm going to do. 
I'm not going to make up my own plan, but I'm going to do what God has said for me to do. And that is to keep the Sabbath holy. Because God himself called it a sacred time. It's an appointed time that God has set aside for you and me. And so we have to honor God with that. And there's several festivals that we're going to be learning about over the coming weeks. These are appointed festivals. These are sacred assemblies. God called it sacred assemblies. They are sacred times where we as believers must come together in honor unto God. But one of the things that's so important with the Sabbath is remembering that at, on that day, it's not just a day off. Amen. A day off would be great, but it's not just a day off or a day of rest. But we must come together and remember everything that God has done for us. We have to remember that God created the heavens and the earth and all that is in it. We have to remember everything that Jesus did for us on the cross. We have to remember our own personal testimonies and the things that God has done in our life. We have to have prayer and honor unto him, representing the fact that without him, we are nothing. So on the Sabbath, there should be a time of coming together as a family, you and your individual homes. See, we've got to go back to the place where we realize we are the priests of our own homes. Amen? Your pastor is not the priest of your home. Amen? Let me clarify. You are the priest of your own home. And so God wants you in your own home with your family to come together in honor unto him on the Sabbath. Amen? So it's not just a day that we take off from work. It's more than that. We got to come together as a family and honor God and pray and worship in our own homes. How powerful might we be? How much change might take place if we start doing what the Bible says do in our homes? Not when we come to church just when we come to church, not just when we're in front of other people, but in our own homes, in our families, if we get around the dinner table and we begin to pray and honor God and have a meal and remember the things that the Lord has done for us and bless each other and bless our children and bless our home, what difference will we see? Imagine the difference that you would see in your life marriages would have begun to improve. The incidents and the rates of domestic violence would begin to decrease. You would see changes in your community. Why? Because we're doing what the Bible says for us to do instead of just skipping over it. I dare you to try it in your own home. Be the priest of your home and take authority in accordance to the way the scripture tells us to do. Get your family around the dinner table and begin to pray and read the word of God. Honor God. Remember what he has done, both in creation, throughout history, and in your own homes, in your own lives.
Begin to lay hands on your family members and loved ones and let them lay hands on you and bless you and bless them. Begin to read the word and speak the word over each other. You'll see changes take place in your life, in your community, in the lives of the people who you touch every day. Amen. This is what God intended. This was never supposed to be an external thing. It's an internal thing between you and God and then your family and then your generations and then your communities. But we have got to begin to take this seriously and remember the Sabbath, the Sabbath, and to keep it holy. Amen. So over the next coming weeks, we're going to be going through a series on God's appointed times. And we're going to be talking about the different festivals and the different feasts that are coming up and ones that we just recently celebrated, which was Passover. But we're going to be talking about the others that are coming up in the next coming weeks. You do not want to miss uh, this series because it is something that every believer, every single believer in Jesus Christ needs to know. Okay? So if you have not gotten your guide on the Shabbat dinner, you need to remember, you need to grab your guide on the Shabbat dinner. And if you missed our last Shabbat dinner, we will have another one coming up. But what we want to do is teach you all how to do it in your own homes so that going forward, you'll be able to um, have Shabbat dinners at your in your own homes. But you want to catch our next one. We're going to have another one as a group, uh, the entire church next month. Um, this past one we just did with leaders. But uh, the next one we have next month as a church, we're going to invite everybody to come on out to be a part of that. And um, But you want to get your Shabbat dinner guide so that you can start in your own homes around the dinner table with you and your family, begin to um, have Shabbat dinners and just remember uh, the Sabbath. And also, you want to make sure that even now in your own homes that you're coming together as a family in prayer and you're coming together in worship unto God. Let's go back to being priests of our own homes, of our own castle. Come together as a family and pray and read the word and lay hands on your family members and your loved ones, okay? Amen. All right, thank you. Let's let's go before God. Father, we just thank you for your word that has gone forth today. We thank you, God, that it has fallen on good ground, and we thank you, God, that it shall bear fruit. And we also honor you, God, for speaking your word to us regarding your appointed time with man. And we thank you that we'll have a level of clarity and understanding so that we can go forth as you have predestined. In Jesus' name, amen. Always, if you do not have an offering envelope, uh, you want to grab your offering envelope.